You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is, is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive. She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? Cats are like yelling at the door. What's up, visual listeners? I just said I'm going live, Erica. Is Soul Reaver getting an HD remake? And has the hype for the PS5 died? Find out on this episode of the Replayer Podcast. That's twice in a row with, with you, Erica. <laughs> Two, the last two, the last time you were on, too, you did the same thing to me. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to this completely unfiltered episode of the Replayer Podcast, a show that was once about retro replay, but now it's just about video games, video game culture, and these fine folks that are here with me today who love video games. We are minus one Louie, but we also have Maria and Erica. Hi, guys. How you doing? What up? I'm happy. <laughs> what up? Let's do it. <laughs> I'm ready to talk about these things. I've drunk a lot of soda. And Erica's had coffee for the first time in her life, so let's go. (laughs) Fucking do it. Can you smell colors right now? I can. Fucking tripping. Let's do it. (laughs) Well, hopefully Louis finds his way back in here with us. That's why we're minus a square. His computer died one minute before going live. So we're going live. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. Anyways. As we said in the intro there tonight, we're going to talk about a few things, including a little game called Soul Reaver. Has anyone heard of Soul Reaver before today besides me? Oh, yeah. Erica said no, of course. Yeah, I played the shit out of that game. Yeah. I had it on Dreamcast. Yeah. You had it on Dreamcast? Yeah. Fucking game was legit. Right? (laughs) You know who made that game? Do you know who made that game? Amy Hennig. Amy Hennig. That's right. Oh, we love you it. You should know this game because Amy Hennig made yeah. Soul Reaver. But anyways, a beloved classic for the PlayStation 1 and Dreamcast. But also it came out to uh, PC a number of years later. Mm. I have the PC version. It's not bad. It does not support controllers very well. And it runs roughly because there's a weird workarounds to make it happen. It would be hard on the control on without controller, right? It is really hard. Centric game. Yeah. How are you supposed to play it? You would use keyboard, but it's not mapped very well to the keyboard. It's it's not great. Um, So yeah, I did. I've played a few hours, maybe, of the PC version. I'm like, I'm at the point where I'm like, I'd rather bust out my PS One and just play the physical copy that I happen to still have. But for fans of Soul Reaver, you might be happy to learn there's a new way to play. It's not official. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> like, as if I give a shit. Yeah. I'm doing my best, okay? <laughs> I'm like, no, not... this is legit good news, though. I but mean, yeah, this, this game actually needs to come back. Yes. I've been pining for a new Soul Reaver for a long time. And there is a report that came out. Uh, was this yesterday, the day before, two days ago? Uh, Screen Rant reported, I'm sure other syndicates reported as well, that a Soul Reaver HD is coming in August. <gasps> what? Sorry. What? I'm being too dramatic <laughs> now. Do, do it up. Just go for it. <laughs> do it up. Sausage face. The sausage face. <laughs> <laughs> this HD version is actually a fan-made port mod. No, it's a mod. That's the word I needed. Mod. My brain said port, but it's a mod of a Dreamcast emulator. Uh, and it's going to actually give the game some new features. 
Uh, have you guys had a chance to skim over this article? Let me know uh, if you have any other deeper thoughts or notes on this subject. None of it made too much sense to me because I never played the game. But my husband absolutely loves stuff to do with like emulators and stuff that enhances and mm -hmm. changes games. So hearing something like that makes me happy for all the other people excited to play it. <laughs> something your it's husband would a... tip his toe. I'm not it's sure. I'll have to it's, ask. It's he... a... Yeah, shut up, Erica. <laughs> it's it's such a great game and the fact that a fan has gone ahead and done this hopefully this will mean that um you know an actual studio will look at this and go this is a game that actually needs remaking unlike the last of us that doesn't need a fucking remake this game actually does need a remake so that's what i'm hoping for that a fan has actually spent the time to make this game and therefore someone will go this is worth investing in preach Right. As the That's the excellent point. Main thing. Louis, I hope you can hear us. Are you there, Louis? I'm right here. Can you hear are me? You there? Yay. Yes. <clears throat> Finally, things are working. Yay, right. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome oh, back, Louis. So Hi, I've been here the whole time. Yes, you have. Yeah, I, I had to like get you back in. Anyways, uh, I want to double down on that topic point that you made, Maria, that the fact that this game is getting a fan-made HD kind of upgrade hopefully will make developers realize, hey, this is a thing we should do. Mm. That being said, the rights to Soul Reaver just changed hands from Square Enix to Embracer Group. Hmm. Maybe we'll be just so lucky enough that Embracer says, hey, you know what? Maybe it's time we give that game a little spit shine. And, it's, uh, it's such a good game though like some of the game mechanics in soul reaver were great like it's one of the first games i knew that when you were doing the fighting you would have the little tridents and you would impale the enemies and they would slide right. down the trident you're like Fuck it. and you could throw enemies like onto like spikes on the wall and they're like Burr. yeah they're like Burr. and then you do the but, whole like um the the, the world shifting and stuff so. mm -hmm. i feel like how good was the voice acting in that game oh yeah Razio. <laughs> so that was, good that was one of the first games i remember playing where i was like Oh, they're not bad. Okay. <laughs> I can live with this. Voice so actors people... are a thing. Are there any voice actors in there that like would be familiar to me? Maybe. I know some of the people who've done that have gone on to do other games and done other voices, but off the top of my head, I can't think of them at the moment. Unless somebody wants to do a quick And Google I did put you story. on the spot, so yeah, this is where we I need to remember. plan a little better, and we could have this information ready. ADHD. Yeah. First coffee cup of thing. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> it's like making my calm, <laughs> like making my brain calm down. It's interesting. I mean, anyways, that's actually a thing, though. Yeah. Like people it's give with kids with ADHD coffee. Yes. Yeah, because so it'll calm, calm down. us down. Yeah. yeah. So, um, let me actually pull up the cast list because I'm actually okay. pretty curious now. You do that. I've got a little bit more I can vamp on that oh. as well because the only downside to this is that it's a mod for an emulator. So, it's not easy to play. You have to actually download a Dreamcast emulator and then download the mod, run the mod on the emulator. But still, it's cool. And I think I appreciate it. If I actually were to try and do this because the PC version as it exists now has very bad controller support. Mm -hmm which is awful. Even Soul Reaver 2 doesn't have good controller support, which is also awful. But this does. This has custom controller support. And I'm like, I'm tempted to even try it just because <laughs> I think it would be fun to dip my toe into it. Again, I could just bust out my PlayStation 1 and play Soul Reaver. What you got, Erica? Anything? Oh, okay. So I found one um, so far. Uh, Simon Templeman uh, also played a character in Dragon Age Inquisition, uh -huh. as well as in Uncharted 3, he played Gabriel Roman. No surprise with it being Anya Hinnick. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm I'm expecting some Uncharted yeah. names here. Uh, this is a pretty good setup. Which one's Simon? Um, was he Raziel or Kane. was he Kane? He's Kane. Okay, Kane. yeah. I was going to say, he's got a very distinct voice. Like, you'll Such you'll know his cool voice. characters. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's man. a pretty badass game. You, you're gonna like it. Oh, very story rich. Very, very. Tony J, um, played Shere Khan in Jungle Book. Um, he played the Elder God. Ah, yeah. 
Mike yeah, that voice. to all of them, but there's a But yeah, cool I guy. I knew that guy's voice was famous. I just forgot who he was yeah. and where he was famous from. I watched a documentary that showed like them behind the scenes recording the dialogue, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so cool. Oh, but yes, uh, again, main thing here is hopefully this means that someone somewhere is going to go. Okay, we need a new Soul Reaver game. I don't care so much about Legacy of Cain or Blood yeah. Omen. I don't care if they, they make were, they more were of those. Fine. They were fine. They were, they were okay. They were games. But they, uh, yeah. they were games. Uh, Soul Reaver, yeah, absolutely, Soul Reaver. We need those. <laughs> Anyways, moving right along, uh, we also saw the news came out this week about Grand Theft Auto Six. There's been some <laughs> some little tidbits are kind of like sprinkling their way out over the internet, and one of the big things, I say big because it's kind of causing some bullshit on the internet is that they've confirmed that there's going to be a female protagonist in Grand Theft Auto what? 6. What Finally. Why would anybody want that? Whoa, that's crazy. Women don't know how to drive. How are they going to do Grand or Theft Auto? talk or hold a gun or do that's anything. I actually saw. So the reason I actually heard about this was Trevor Noah. Mm. on, um, And he did this funny little segment. Um I'll try to like tame it down a little bit, but he was like, Oh man, uh certain political people were gonna love to play this game. I can control women's bodies, make them do what I want. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. And looking at this will actually will probably make me want to play it. Because I'm just glad I there is a female it. representation of women stealing cars and beating hookers. Uh, exactly. I want to be able to steal a car as a woman. I can, I can like connect deeper with that. I want to do terrible things as a woman as now. A woman. I'm tired of playing Boom, Lara Croft and Lara Croft and Bayonetta terrible. and Lara Croft. Dude, Bayonetta bothers the crap out of me with her arched back. What? Yeah, you, you can't break your back <laughs> when you want to do a sexy pose. What's wrong with her that? overtly arched back? <laughs> yeah, but oh, we could go into it on Bayonetta, but that's for another time. Behind. Yeah, I'm assuming it's going to be a like. It, it, I'm assuming they're going to go down the direction that they did with GTA 5 where they have the multiple characters that you can switch to back and forth from. Possibly. I'm assuming they're going to do that. I don't think it's going to be the main character. I don't no. think they're going to do that. Uh, from that same report, uh, which we were reading one. So this comes off of uh, uh, an article written by CJ Wheeler over at Rock Paper Shotgun. Uh, they were talking about the female protagonist will be part of a Bonnie and Clyde double act. So it'll actually be a like two that. person protagonist in this one as, as opposed to the three that were in Grand Theft Auto five. So I wonder if it's going to smartly kind of switch you back and forth, or it's going to be like Grand Theft Auto five where you can switch on the fly, depending on the needs of the situation. But it's like, it's about damn time. Grand Theft Auto got a proper, female lead in any other games because Grand Theft Auto has been around for 30 years. Mm -hmm. How long have you been? Well, I've actually never really played 20 years, but how long have, well, how long is that? How long people have been waiting for a new GTA? We've been waiting for a new GTA since 2013. That's right. Okay. Because I knew it had been a really long time and people were almost 10 years to finally get a new one. Yeah. Almost 10 years. I'm kind of, I'm hoping the only setback I have with this is that, they don't with with female characters in games. They tend to play it very safe. Like they don't allow the female character to do anything that's I forget too that. risky. You know, I want it to be like natural born killers. I want her to be a badass. I want it to be. I don't want to be just like tits and ass and you know just kind of like look at me having an, a female arc or I have a lesbian relationship. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Beat people up. Like I don't. You know, it's <laughs> just. <laughs> It just, you know, that, I want... to that idea that's one of the things that um the main actress for uh, uh always in philadelphia i'm forgetting her name at the moment that that was something she had to fight for too when yeah. she was saying that uh, they originally wanted her to be the straight character as you know always that the woman is the smart one so that way she can be the the hero and they're woke and she was like fuck that no i want to be just like the guys i want to exactly. be an asshole yeah. i want to get into trouble i want to come up with heists i want to be stupid and she's very very well liked yeah. so i don't know there might be some merit to you know making the woman just as trash as the guys if the, the yeah. point is to be trash make yeah. it trash damn it 
Right. I want to be relatable. These women want to kill hookers. Yeah. Let well, even, even if you think about Grand Theft Auto, any Grand Theft Auto in that matter, any of the female characters that aren't playable characters, they're all trash anyways. Yeah. You know, there's I just not... find just I just find with female characters in games is that they they uh, yeah they either overly sexualize it, they play it too safe, yeah. or it always has to have this this story arc where they have a tragic moment and they have to rise to the top to be this heroine. It's just like I just want her to see her be vile and be a fucking awful human being. Just I want I want the cover <laughs> art since it's always been a man driven game. Yeah, and the cover is always some sexy chick in a bikini. Yeah. I now want a dude in a thong. That's going to yes. be the cover art. <laughs> and now it's going to be like, fuck it. We're balls to the wall, literally. Right. And here's this My mind balls. to turn tables. Right. <laughs> Who I cares? See it. It's a video game. Right. Enjoy yourselves, people. Shit. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Dan, what do you think? <laughs> I got distracted because I forgot I had pulled up a gameplay video of Soul Reaver. And I went, oh, yeah, I wanted to play that. So everyone can see. So I actually was playing the Soul Reaver video while you guys were discussing. But now, but now I'm switching over to some Grand Theft Auto for us to, to carry on the proper conversation. <laughs> and I have to catch my footing now and think about it. So anyways, it's about damn time. Yeah. I want to be a female character doing awful things in a video game because... How many games are there like that? A few, maybe. Did you ever play Wet? There was a game called Wet. Excuse me? Oh. And it was... I know, right? Oh, a game! <laughs> there was a game called Wet. Uh, yeah. It was a one-off, random, third-person shooter. Very violent, very sexual. Anyways. No, <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of what other that. game where you play an actual, like, terrible person female. And that was the I first game that came to mind. I can't think of one. Play Wet. There probably <laughs> is, but, like... Not one super like mainstream. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. If you've never heard of Wet, then there you. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's that's I half of the. I have not heard of that game. <laughs> I think that's half of the reservation is that people are going to think if I get a female character, it's going to be so limited in what I can do, and it's going to be so safe. And I think people are going to be like, "Oh, you're going to make you're going to make GTA boring and all woke and shit." You know, it's like it doesn't have to be. Well, that's another great uh, take on that too—the wokeness of it, and it's mm. like. But it's it's still parody on yeah. culture. Then that's what Grand Theft Auto's done well, from the yeah. beginning. What, what was what was the chick's name in uh, um, Red Dead Red Dead Two? Red Dead. Um... Which chick? Oh, Sadie. Yes. Sadie? You see, you see already. I didn't. You see, you're asking which one, and she's like, no, 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 Sadie, because she was a badass. She did oh, all the wrong so things. Great. She got fucked, and it's you know, that's like, true. Rockstar, they know what they're doing. Trust yeah. them; they'll they'll, they'll do point. it well. Guess they already have one character, but you can't play as her. Unfortunately, she, uh, you know, she she has a badass background. She has a badass uh, start. She she starts off with you know the rosy dress, and still you know being her. So it's just <laughs> it's awesome. Like I I trust it. I think it's gonna be great. And if you have a problem with vaginas, you know, being playable, then you probably never played with one asshole. Anyway. Yeah. And that's like the, it. that's the, I, this is, it's about time this happened because of that. Like there's such a stupid, like anti feminine <gasps> garbage. Yeah. I know you can, you can go right off of this, Erica, but any, just to round up my thoughts, the, the mentality that exists out there in the world that people like, no, you 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 can't have a female in this. You can't have this or that. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, just just right. let people be what they want to be. Boys, Christ. boys. Um, this girls a lot actually. In, yeah, this actually yeah. leads really well into actually an article of mine. Plug it, Erica. Plug it. Now that we're Do in it. couch soup, I have a series called An Article. You Amy. say? Where can who one write this? <laughs> Where can I read it? On Couch Soup, Women in Gaming, the one that I recently did, I interviewed, interviewed Alyssa, who is part of uh, Threads and Thistles Inventory. She has a merch line called Nerf the Male Ego. And you just got to read the whole article. It is fantastic. It's not like a men-hating, blah, blah, blah. It's talking about the toxicity that happens in the gaming industry and how negative it can be on female gamers and it leads right into like having a female protagonist as well people are like oh it's terrible it's so 
Luke and you know shit like that but it's it's not it's reality this is like women are gamers and we're gonna play the games that we want to play yeah we want representation everybody does and everybody needs it and so it's just a great article from her point of view and the crap that she's experienced online and some really wholesome things in there so it's a it's a fantastic read in my opinion your opinion no it is Oh, it's good. I still haven't had a chance to read that one, but I definitely it's need really to. It's it's on my to-do list for sure. And it's perfect how it ties into this situation. I know. I was so excited. I was like, <laughs> like yeah, I can talk I'll about this. I'll link it um, in the chat as well. For anyone oh, sure. And then um, I'll be sure to try to stick it into our show notes for this episode as well. So that anyone watching the, the video later can catch up on that if they Sweet. want to read that article. Be sure to look in the description below and click on the link if you want to read Erica's article. <laughs> Reds and Thistles inventory. Some amazing shirts and designs. Uh, funny enough, one of her designs is actually a feminist gamer like sticker set. And one of them is just mm. so perfect that I'm actually getting it tattooed next month. Oh, And wow. so I'm, I'm very excited about going it. going crazy with those permission. tattoos lately. <laughs> well, all of them have like really deep meaning and this one is it's like a greek goddess with her head kind of uh split before her eyes and it's a gaming controller above it so it's like a a greek goddess thinking about gaming it's beautiful that sounds fucking fabulous Here. anyway <laughs> fucking fabulous <laughs> magical oh yeah that's fancy yeah. anyways anyways Female gamers. Cool. Yeah, female gamers. Female Let's do it. Well, hopefully we're not waiting stuff up. too much longer for Grand Theft Auto 6. It's probably going to be like another three years before it comes out anyways. And by then, nobody's going to fucking care. And it's going to wow. be great. And people are going to play the shit out of it anyways. And then people will bitch that Red Dead Redemption 2 has been basically forgotten about. And you know they're going to milk the shit <laughs> no, out of that guy. No, no. Red, Red Dead 2 is going to have been uh, shipped out another seven times by then. Yeah. And so but they're already Red like Auto not putting... And- energy into the online anymore like they just no, gave and up that's on the no, they're, yeah they're not gonna do anything on the online they're just gonna resend so it out again with a new fresh coat of paint and two more dlcs that are two hats yeah maybe <laughs> dlc I hats. i miss red dead yeah. so hey we got yeah. a new horse it's this horse but brown i don't know yay brown they, horse kind of suck when they do that stuff but they are good that's when true. they come up with something new yeah it's true all right so moving along uh, there's a little subtopic that we can talk about before we get into our main topic that kind of, I think, is a good lead-in. So th- there was recently a report about former Xbox boss Peter Moore <laughs> admitted to promoting the console war back when he was a boss at Xbox, which at first glance, you're like, oh, how dare they, those dastards. But when you Dastard. look... Yeah, dastards like the <laughs> it's like the fake bastards that people who don't want to get a PG thirteen ranking use. I bastards. Sorry, it's it's all right. I just I wanted to say dastards. I thought it would be fun. I thought I, I never <laughs> heard. Great word. I'm gonna use that I now. I love it. I am too. Oh, you know why I said it? Because I've been playing Fire Emblem, and they instead of saying bastards, they say dastards. Bastards. Ah. You bunch of dastards. Anyway. So. Here we go. This article comes out from uh, PlayStationLifestyle.net, written and reported by Zarmina Khan. Uh, The title is, Former Xbox Boss Says Microsoft Encouraged Console Wars to Promote Healthy Competition. Key fucking words. Yes. And I've been saying this for a long time. I've been trying to, like, tell, like, especially the diehards who are, like, oh, the other consoles should just give up because they're never going to win. We don't want that. We do not want that. Competition in capitalism is the best thing for us as consumers. That's why we have Steam Decks now. That's why we have Nintendo Switches. That's why we have new versions of consoles coming out all the time and new phones. Like We want each company to challenge each other. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so, like, and then they say the thing of like, if you're the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. You have to have someone above you to constantly keep pushing you, you know. And it's it's it can be healthy competition. You don't have to be like, yeah, you're shit. But then the other person's like, I can do better than you. Hold my beer. 
That you need mm-hmm. you need to hold the beers, you know, to actually get better. Mm-hmm. But they they totally promoted that shit. Don't care <laughs> what they say. It's sad that it's like we're promoting healthy competition, where it's like, no, it's gotten to a very unhealthy place. Like, yeah, but remember, like back in the day, uh, though, where it was like, oh, oh, healthy competition. Yeah, oh, we don't do this. But then when they were talking about Xbox, was saying with the Xbox One when the disc sharing yeah. thing, and then PlayStation's like, well, this is how we share a game, and he gives a yeah. disc to another thing, and it's blatantly just shitting on Xbox, and then all the Xbox fanboys are like, <laughs> so yeah, that was you know, toxic competition, right? Exactly. There. They're, they're they're promoting it, and then when the fans take it too far, yeah. they're like. Hang on a minute. This is not this is not how we do things. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of the Apple versus PC commercials. Yeah. Those yeah. were fantastic. And it it's did funny, it kind of fueled the war, but it was funny. Yeah. Um, but I because I kind of used to be like, I'm all about PlayStation, ooh, all sorts of things. But as I started growing as a person and a gamer, I'm now playing a ton of stuff on PC and I know what games work best for me on which platforms and they all have amazing strengths but i agree we need that healthy competition because it increases innovation as well Mm -hmm. as just competition yeah louis i think I was so excited here we go that's something good i'm I'm waiting like like cracking his knuckles Uh, so (laughs) <laughs> now I can go. All right. Uh, no, no. Uh, it, it's it's kind of a double-edged sword to me. Like you know, a healthy competition is always, uh, as you said, Dan, perfect. Like that's what you want. You don't want one system that you can turn to. You want uh, a good amount of sources to turn to. Something that you can know that you can get something on this side. Something you can get on this side. Um, <clears throat> where competition. I'm gonna give a few examples because I like playing devil's advocate. So here, here's one thing. Unhealthy competition, when there's way too much on the market, when there's way too much that you have to look for and all that, look at the streaming wars that's going on right now. I, I just I want to watch this one movie. Which fucking platform is it on? Is it on Netflix? Is it on Hulu? Is it on Paramount Plus? Is it on Disney Plus? Is it on uh, Stars Plus? Is it on, you know, you, you go through the list. There's way too much shit out there. But then you have healthy competition, which is something that I would identify, which is more new right now, which is VR. That's kind of the whole thing of what the the quest is doing right now. That's why you know Meta, HBO, Facebook. I don't remember who bought it. Has it, and now they're cornering the market. They they made it so cheap that now other people have to try to match because it was so niche that you had to have a four thousand dollar computer on top of a four thousand dollar VR yeah. headset on top of a fifty dollar game. It was too much. So somebody had to break the mold, bring it down and show everybody else like not only is it good, it's also affordable and it's something that you can all, you know, bring into healthy competition. But then you get into something like what happened, like what you're talking about, it becomes more of a a cult where I am not just team PlayStation. I am not just team Xbox. Fuck PlayStation. Fuck Xbox. Like it becomes really toxic. And it's always a hyperbole. Yeah, if you're if you're going to be harboring that kind of or cultivating that kind of thing by and like you know saying like you know well hey let's create a healthy competition, you need to say that. That's what I liked about uh, final example um, Burger King versus <laughs> McDonald's was that McDonald's was always like we are the best, and then Burger King started coming out. My favorite commercial I ever saw of, of Burger King was when they copied and they said it in the commercial. It shows the king at the headquarters of McDonald's stealing a, a blueprint and he's running away and it's for the egg McMuffin. And they're like, if it works, I mean, you know, and I was that's like, that's hilarious. a great commercial. It is. Cause they're, they're acknowledging like, you know what? Yeah. They won this one, but who says I can't put a biscuit with an egg and a sausage done? Like, uh, Oh, they and have then- the secret to that formula. Like, no, it's whatever. three ingredients. It's in the name of the sandwich. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, like to me, that was healthy competition because they're showing like, yes, we absolutely stole the idea of three yeah. things put together. And but then Wendy's I, came it, in and stole choice. Twitter. I personally, I happened. think that that they secretly want the console wars. Like, I think they do. I don't think this is a thing. They're like, oh, no, guys, you need to be nice to each other. They're like, 
fuck that shit. I want people to pick a tribe. I want people to be hardcore fans. I want people to be like, no, PlayStation sucks and I'm going to wear all of the fucking Xbox merch that I can find mm. and whatever. I think they want that. I like because they if you if you got people that are like hardcore fanboys and stuff that are going to, you know, hardcore support a team, why are they going to be like you know, they, they're going to want people to spend the money. And it's like, you know, soccer teams that people will spit on another player because they're wearing a different colored shirt. People love that fucking tribalism. So, and then they're like, guys, no, we need to be friends. And they're like, yeah, just keep I think we're making a fight. I think yeah. there's two console wars. There's the real console wars of Microsoft and Sony pushing each other back and forth. Yeah. So like Microsoft does something well and then Sony says, oh, we got to step up. And then Sony does something well and Microsoft says, okay, now we got to step up. And that's, that's purely from a financial business perspective. And then there's the assholes on Twitter. Yeah. That's a different console war. That's like just toxic, ugly, blackness that you can't even put into words. Yeah. For some reason, Erica just disappeared. We lost Erica she now. Died. So Farewell. she died. Not from from they they the didn't like what she said about the... <laughs> they hit shit. So long. Like it. They were like, she brought up the Apple thing again. Take her out. <laughs> She's done out. for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there was a bit in this article I wanted to mention. So there's a line, there's a quote from Peter Moore that he said, we encourage the console wars not to create division, but to challenge each other. And when I say each other, I mean Microsoft and Sony. If Microsoft hadn't have stuck the course after the Xbox, after the Red Ring of Death, gaming would be a poorer place for it. You wouldn't have the competition you have today. A mm -hmm. perfect example of this, to me, is a perfect example. Hi, Kitty. Erica she just appears with a kitty. So, <laughs> did you turn your camera off? Yeah. Why? Okay. Why? Anyways, the perfect example to me of this is no pants. NFL. I'm not a big a big football fan. At least I used to be when I was a kid, and I've played several football games. I never really got into like Madden or anything, but I've played them a few times, mostly because I had friends who played Madden, and they always, always, always was like, let's play Madden. I'm like, okay, whatever. But back in 2005, a little company made a football game called ESPN 2K5 for $20, brand new. And it outsold Madden. And it was good. No it was so good, in fact, that EA bought the NFL rights. So no one else could make a football game. That's why there and was no other... And they've just been cranking out this, the same shit for the, the next 10 years. fucking yeah. game for 20 <laughs> years. Madden Thanks, never EA. changes. It never changes. Oh. And at I, least FIFA has pro evolution soccer. I didn't realize it, I never played it did that well. Oh my god, yeah, it's so bad. That's the whole point of competition, though, is that you're supposed exactly. to be outdoing each other. Exactly. And in the they, meantime, you've got Nintendo being like, "I'm gonna make a thing." <laughs> so they they just don't give a shit. They're just they like, "Let's throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks." We don't give a fuck. And they still sell twenty, thirty <laughs> right, million more consoles. Okay. Everyone okay. It's not fair to say that they don't care because that's why still to this day, a new Wii game, because I fucking checked it, is still $50. They don't go down in price because even Nintendo, and they, they're quoted as saying they're buying the name Nintendo. They'll pay 50 bucks. I'm like, that's no, I don't. I can't afford it. So yeah. I don't want to have to do that. The quality is <laughs> the certification of quality like they used to have on the old Nintendo carts. Basically, yeah. yeah. But but yeah. they know so they know that they're going to be fine so they never really had to worry about that kind of a console war and and again I, like I like now they they've started again in my opinion it looks like they're starting again with a healthy competition because now they're congratulating each other on epic launches they're yeah. you know like you know like hey that was pretty cool but then they still do kind of like try to one up each other and I think that it did start to push it back up and right now you know and well yeah I don't want to get ahead of myself but i, I just want to say that like I, I i appreciate that somebody said it so that we can have a discussion you know mm -hmm. hopefully that doesn't happen again because they <laughs> they fucked that one up <laughs> well how that correlates to now too is interesting especially with the simple fact that like at the beginning of the new console generation that we're in 
Xbox was very much like, we're going to blur the lines between console generations. And mm-hmm. Sony was like, nope, we're going this. There's going to be a hard, hard line between console generations between the PS4 and the PS5. And in the almost two years now since the PS5 and Xbox Series X have launched, they've backpedaled on that hard. Yeah. Mostly because they had to due to like COVID and supply and demand issues. Um, but also they had a, a massive install base of customers who wanted new games for the PS4. And those games were set to only come out for the PS5. So they're just like losing money left and right. Uh, and now most every new game that's coming out is coming out for both the PS4 and the PS5. That makes me sad. though. Yeah, and- a little bit. Because I, I paid too much fucking money for that console and I can't get a PS5 game. I must have just I got PS4. <laughs> I didn't get one because I couldn't. <laughs> so, it, can I can I start talking about the PS5 oh. points? Am I okay yeah. to, to go off on my thing? Well, we're, we're getting there. Let me intro okay. into that. Then. Let That's me segue. I to ask. Let me segue. That's why I had, to, I had to stop too. I'm like, no segue okay. yet. No, no, no. Calm down. That's why I was Calm down, guys. I didn't know if that was the segue. Hold the line. We're doing it. Hold we're the line. It. It's happening now. We're doing it live. So that leads me to ask, has the hype for the PS5 truly, in fact, died? <gasps> has it died, Geo? Has it died? Mew. Did it get COVID and die? Oh, yes. <laughs> but to support this theory, to support this question, there's been a numerous uh, amount of different articles coming out lately that talk about things that Sony's doing, different changes that they're making. I'm going to, this wasn't part of it, but I'm going to lean into this idea of the, how Sony's kind of backpedaling a lot of their strategy that they launched with. And in that notion, there's a couple of factors that have happened. One of which, Sony's dropping a feature from the PlayStation 5. But Why? No fucking knew about. Nobody fucking knew it existed. <laughs> what what was know? it? I don't what even know. It? it was the kudos thing, wasn't it? Uh, kudos or accolades uh i think accolades is the actual term yeah so if you didn't know the playstation 5 launched with this system built into it that would allow you to compliment other players essentially do you know what the 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 key factor of that is is though is that you actually have to have other players who have another ps fucking five to compliment them that's no one has one compliment each other and you we have two of them we're all in a little circle jerk being like yeah this is great (laughs) good job good game good game good game I played the one exclusive right now good job man good job i want to go into the accolades I want to go into the accolades now and see if there's a good game like tag you can give people, and it's literally just like the circle jerk, the jerk <laughs> off. I like it. I, I, all, I, all I can think of is a Resident Evil. What was it? Six. Where like, oh, good job. Like, good job. Really, like the whole body is kind of stiff, but they have just that weird arm. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, just, just the arm. <laughs> Great job. Good going. Pretty much. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's how I see the kudos going. Just some random guy. So, it just doesn't work in gaming culture, though, kudos things. Because it's like, kudos, it's like, fuck your mom. All right. <laughs> Thank they, you. What this should have been, if it would have been more successful if they went the other way around and be like, uh, like shit on the other players you, you just played with instead <laughs> of a kudos. <laughs> Nobody wants to be nice to each other. No, it really doesn't. I picture Call of Duty. I picture Call of Duty like, fuck your mom. But that's what I'm saying, though. You're more likely to get like a text chat where somebody just goes, GG. That's it. Like, good game, guys. We we kicked their asses. And that's it. You're not going to get somebody to go out of their way after the game. And they're going to go to the guy who was like the MVP of the team. Like, you did really good. You carried us. Thanks. And then. No. It would have been more likely. It would have been more successful, I think, if it was the opposite. It would have actually been like, "Fuck you!" Like you're just spamming the like you suck button. Yeah, I fucked your mom button. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe okay. Maybe if it was that, <laughs> if it, instead of a kudos, if it was a fuck off, then that would have. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. People would have bought DLC to get extra insults. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was still laughing about that. I just I can't think of. I can't help but think of. All right, the reason why it's stuck in my head is I was playing Call of Duty with my friends the other night. And, uh, you know, because I'm on PC right now, they were all on PlayStation. They could hear. 
um, some other players could hear us. And we got to like the third um, and, and like you win, but the number ones, they win, win the match. So while they're getting on the plane and leaving, I'm like, wow, you know, like, all right, those guys actually did pretty good, huh? And then they heard me and they get on our chat and they're like, hey, man, thanks. Dude. That's pretty cool, man. You guys did pretty good, too, man. Good job. And then my friend oh, no. <laughs> just jumps in and is like, fuck you and your mom, you stupid piece of shit, you fucking asshole, you dumb bitch. I'm like, what do you do? Like, the guy was being nice, man. You're just like, I don't know him. I'm never going to meet him. Who cares? I'm like, but that's like, players. Just like, yeah, like, it's just the guy, man. To, to bounce off that, that reminds me of playing Sea of Thieves. And the one out of a hundred times, I actually met, like, friendly other pirates that were just kind of like, hey, we're we're fine. We're cool. Like, we just want to, like, let's go quest together. Like, we're not going to kill you. We're not going to sink your ship. We're not going to steal all your treasure. That happened twice in the years i've been playing sea of thieves every other fucking time it's like fuck you i'm gonna blow up all your shit steal your treasure and then teabag your corpse yeah gamers, gamers. <laughs> god damn you guys kudos ah so to get into more of the specific story here sony is retiring a playstation feature that nobody knew about uh and i'm looking at an article by kotaku uh, basically just highlighting this, you know, Sony has decided that you know, pretty much nobody's used this feature, so they're they're nixing it. Um, but yeah, that kind of like, it, it adds to this narrative of like, what's going on with PlayStation? Like what's happening with the PlayStation 5? They've doubled back on backwards compatibility. They've brought backwards compatibility into the fold after they said, oh, we don't care about backwards compatibility. They're, you know, copying Game Pass with their new version of PlayStation Plus. They're rolling back features that didn't do anything. Uh, and now another main story that we're going to talk about here to question, you know, what where's the hype at with the PlayStation 5? Sony has publicly stated basically that they're really anxious about Xbox's acquisition of Activision and thus Call of Duty. Mm. I mean, I, 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 know. I, know I don't know. I just feel like Call of Duty is one of those games that comes out every fucking year. It's getting kind of boring now. So, I mean, make a new fucking game. You know? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, if you're like, oh my God, they're taking Call of Duty. We'll make another you know, fucking you know, game that's then. That's not fair. They did make a new game, and it is the same game that they do not send out every year because, you know, one indie game did so well at it. And they were like, yeah, we could do that better. In, in their credit, they did pretty well with it. You know, the whole King of the Mountain thing. But. I want I want something new. <laughs> I want some, yeah, that's the thing. I want something new. It's like to be honest, I have a PlayStation 5 and the last time I turned it on, a, a fucking cloud of dust came out of the disk drive because it had been so long since I turned the fucking thing on. It was like what the fucking holy grail. I'm like, okay, give me something reason to play this fucking thing. I spent so much money on it. <laughs> it's like there's nothing there's nothing new. I played like um the Ratchet and Clank game and oh, man, all the stuff good. and yeah, all those games and the Miles Morales and stuff when it first came out and nothing's new comes out. And like the I played um the the little robot game that came with it, the fucking oh, yeah. oh, like, feedback God. and I was like, Oh yeah, this is the future. I haven't done it a fucking thing since. It baffles like, me that PlayStation didn't immediately follow that up with a full blown top yeah. to bottom Astrobot platformer. Yeah, like yeah. or some DLC or some shit. People like, have been asking for that, that game for a Like, while. why? Why haven't they made a full-blown Astrobot game? Yeah, I don't get it. And and because Call of Duty. I've been I've been kind of upset about, especially because we mentioned it before, where it's like they promised all these PS5 exclusives, and now it's PlayStation yeah. 4 and PlayStation 5. Like that was the big reason. Like so. The way that I got my PS5 was when they announced it day of and Amazon accidentally set them all live. That's when I got mine. And so mm. I was so excited because I was like, oh, man, I'm going to start being able to play all these exclusive PS5 games right when they come out. It's going to be great. And then everything started to kind of shift. And I was like, uh, and a friend asked me the other day in my work chat. It's like, hey, you have a PS5. Is it worth getting? And I was like, it's like, it's a... It's a quality of life upgrade, but it's not necessary because most of the yeah. games coming out are not going to be, be PS5 exclusive, and that would be the reason to get it. I absolutely yeah. adore my PS5, and I play it quite often, especially with Elden Ring. 
Um, I play that all the time. And but really, it's just like a quality of life update. It's like it's cleaner, it goes faster, and it's nice to have, but it's not necessary because it's definitely not a necessity. Yet. It's not anymore because they've changed so many things, and it really disappoints me because yeah. I I wanted all of those things that they promised and didn't deliver. <laughs> so I, I in our Discord, uh, I think you guys, at least most of you should know about this one, that um, I, I just kind of went around pawn shops in the city the other day just because I was really yeah. fucking bored and I had time. And I sent a picture of a PlayStation 5 <laughs> at one of the pawn shops that was $800 was so for a used PS5. <laughs> But you could see the scratches and everything. I didn't even notice that. I just went like, hey, this is funny. And I sent it to Maria's like, it's got fucking scratches. I'm like, oh, shit. It does. <laughs> and they were really pronounced because my phone is not all that great. And I didn't take a glamorous shot. And then I, I, I go to like five pawn shops that day. And I found another one at another shop that was 850 And all that I could think of is these idiots are still riding on that whole when it first came out. Yeah, and people were like, like you know, stocking on Desperate them and they to were, get it. Yeah, where you could buy five of them and sell four of them at a thousand each, and people were gonna buy them. You could yeah. do that two years ago during the beginning of the pandemic, and we didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. Now everyone's like, "There's two games," and no, nah. and it's sad. So- <laughs> a lo- and a lot of those games now are getting either a PS4 port or they're coming to PC now, and it really comes down to like if you. Do you need a PS5? If you want to play the what three games, yeah. it's less PS5 five. exclusives. There's Demon Souls, Ratchet and Clank, Returnal, Returnal. Yes, I've yeah. only heard yeah. two of them. <laughs> like I got my PS5 for Demon Souls, and I got the PlayStation Five, and I got Demon Souls, and I destroyed Demon Souls. It was amazing. It was great. I loved it, and I played Astrobot, and then I didn't play yeah. anything on it for a long time and then i played yeah. the ps5 upgrade of god of war which was pretty cool the upgrades are but really still. nice like it just it looks so clean and fantastic but it's like the ps5 is basically like a ps4 pro pro plus pro it's plus. not a new console you know it's not a they haven't made it's, a new console they've made an upgrade of the ps4 and it's like it's so pretty though and i think yeah, it is so pretty, isn't an but... exclusive jake no it's not Stray yeah. is non-exclusive and it's coming to xbox later too it's on pc yeah, it's on yep. PC now, yeah. and it's coming to Xbox later. I think that's how next I'm year. streaming it is on PC. Yeah, but I think anyway. people so kind of come to terms with the fact that they might not ever get one that they're just kind of like, eh, and then they've looked at the hype and gone, not really worth it anyway. I'll get one when I want to get one. I that's just, that's so. what I was gonna say. I'm not, I'm not afraid that I'm never gonna get one. Just now, I'm like, eh, wait till it goes down a hundred bucks, and now they're going, yeah. we're gonna increase it. Like, ah! <laughs> I just oh. made a connection. PlayStation is reminding me a lot of Apple. Because I was thinking about streaming some games for my PlayStation and I started to look into it. You can't do it without specific cameras and yes. all, all the proprietary bullshit. Yeah, and, and I'm sitting here like, like, oh, I should look into that. And I was like, no, I couldn't do it because I needed all these very specific things that yes. make it extremely difficult to do. And I'm like, this sounds a lot like Apple being so constrained on allowing us to do certain things. And I'm very sad. Mm-hmm. For something that's doing that, though, uh, for a console that is doing that, you need a special camera and you need a special fucking remote control that you can stick up your ass or whatever you want to do. It's like, you better make sure you can get the fucking console if you're going to make it so exclusive that you're going to need all these special things to get yeah. in. Because I remember when I got my console and I was like, I'm going to stream PS5 because why the fuck would I not? And I went to GameStop and they were yeah. like, oh yeah, we don't have one of those. Well, you don't, yeah, we don't have one of those. We don't and have those I either. It's like all of that stuff and they're all two bucks each, but yeah. no PS5. Right. <laughs> yeah. want that for 800 it's ridiculous so i guess the kind of the the question of is the hype dead yes i think it is because there's no longer an actual need for it because of the exclusivity that doesn't exist anymore currently it could change but i don't know when that would ever happen so to me to do like a relaunch thing where they kind of like be excited again but exactly so to me that it has died because it's not necessary to have anymore Right, we need to put a petition. 
like they did for Morbius. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we, were all, oh, we were all busy that weekend. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> yeah, that, to me, we the hype promise is we'll get a PS5 now. We promise. Just do it again. We were all busy. <laughs> so I, I, Erica gave a firm answer. What about Louis? Do you, do you have a firm answer on the hype? Do you think the hype is dead? I think the hype is dead, but I don't think that they're in trouble necessarily. I mean, That's I think that point, Xbox... Yeah. Let's not the question here. We're not talking about yeah. being in trouble. Let's be fair. They have sold almost 25 million PlayStation yeah. 5s. Exactly. Million. So, like, I, I think that Xbox is... like they. I think Xbox playing it safe really worked in their favor. <clears throat> that this time, like you said, like they were just like we're just kind of kind of. Well, they got burned away. last time. They didn't play it safe. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly my point. I think that that worked in their favor. That they were like, okay, we're gonna make it so blurred on these lines. We're not. No one's even gonna know which system they're getting. That's a, a Series X, a Series S, a window of. Who cares? Nobody knows. So, but it worked because. You can either have it on PC, like what I'm doing, most of us are doing, or you can get it with the Xbox, which is good. I like consoles. I like the feel of consoles. Now I have a freaking ridiculous overpriced PC that doesn't ever work. So I, I want to go back to console. I miss consoles. They're cheaper. They're funner. They do stuff. But they work. They are great. They work. Usually. <laughs> usually. They don't die on me. Unless it was so. the Xbox 360's Red Ring of Death. Exactly. And like they even they were like, yeah, you know, that's probably what did us in. So I think that it worked in their favor to be a little bit more cautious. And this time, just like what happened to them last time, PlayStation got the burn. They were trying to be innovative. They pushed it a little too far. They took it to distances that they could not muster. And now, yeah, the hype itself is absolutely dead. But I think that it might bring them to a reassessment. I don't think that they're going to increase the price, even though they're saying that they're going to. I think that they might do something different. It wasn't that they said they were going to increase the price. It was more PlayStation's been increasing prices of products across their product line. Ah, so okay. they were being asked, like, are you going to increase the price of the PlayStation as you're raising prices on other stuff? <laughs> and they basically said, we can't comment on that at this time. So, but that's ah. like, why aren't you giving us a yes or no? Yeah. So to that's me, that like, sounds like a yes, but we're not ready to tell you yet because we don't want to piss you off. Pretty much. Well, I mean, traditionally what they've done is that they always have the first system, which is always this big. For and then they'll come out with like the reason. slim. Yeah, and then they come out like immediately after two, three years, and they're like, oh, by the way, we're sorry that now you had to dedicate an entire room to our system. Here's the small version that's going to be cheaper, and everybody's <laughs> happier with this one. The first version, you have to live <laughs> in your PlayStation 5, and now the next one, you can put it on your shelf. I made a really you know, nice house out of it. <laughs> there you go. I did want to comment a little bit, just a little bit on the um, like how they're getting rid of that kudos thing. They've done a lot of stuff. Every Again, every system that comes out, they come out with a new thing, a new feature that doesn't ever take off. Uh, the most popular with the, with the PS3 was the... Uh, the, the movement controls that oh, you yeah. do. Because they try to like, take on the Wii success, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was awesome. I loved it. I wanted more games like that, but I was apparently the only idiot that was like, this is fun! You know, so, <laughs> eh, whatever. I mean, I remember so, playing games like Lair and Killzone 2 and, like, doing the thing where you have to, like, grab yeah. the valve and do this, like, with the yes. controller. I'm like, that's kind of cool. That was, that was cool. I mean, it wasn't... Like, and, and and I liked... Controller. Yeah, yeah, you got to tap it. Like it was cool because it didn't, it wasn't over encumbering, uh, uh, yeah, over encompassing of like the whole thing where like every time you have to shoot something, like it, it, it was fun, but they never took off, so they got rid of it. And then the new systems don't need to have that technology, so they don't put any of it in, so it's smaller. So that might happen with this one. That's why they're like, we're not going to comment, probably because they're laughing behind their own. <laughs> we're not going to tell you. <laughs> they think we're going to increase. No, it's going to go down $300 because I'm going to realize none of this technology worked. We're really sorry. It doesn't have to be four stories high. So that's what I think is going to happen. But the hype is dead. That is quite the prediction. <laughs> but anyways, the hype is dead. <laughs> oh, water. My, my kind of like... Uh, I would say weak answer is I think yes and no, I think in different ways. So like the hype is still very much there in the demand of like people who are like, I need a PlayStation. I need a PlayStation because it's, it's the drought. The fact that it's hard to get is making people like pine for it. But I also agree that there's the point where people are starting to wane where they're like, eh, I can wait. 
like all these games I was going to get for the PlayStation Five are coming out for the PS4. Anyways, I can save some money, whatever, you know. So it's it depends on the person, I suppose, at this point, and like the people who were waiting and not wanting to spend a thousand dollars on a freaking scalped PlayStation Five. But I want to round us out this conversation tonight before we close it out. The other aspect of this conversation was Sony being worried about Xbox's acquisition of Call of Duty. They're they're saying that um, Call of Duty is such a big franchise, and with Xbox now owning the rights to Call of Duty, even though Xbox has said they're going to continue to support all Activision Blizzard products on other platforms, which I think they will because they've been doing it, and they're making way more money because of it. So why would they stop? You know, why would they cut the player base of Call of Duty basically in half, if not more? Because the vast majority of Call of Duty players are on PlayStation. Why would they do that to themselves? Exactly. When they first acquired, like, Bethesda, I was terrified because... You play ESO. Yeah, I have over a thousand hours in ESO on my PlayStation. And I was terrified that they were going to do that. And then a lot of people were like, they're making a ton of money doing it on tons they would lose out on so much if they just kind of quit doing that because not everybody would just buy a new console or a PC to go and get these things. And even though I have now, like as of yesterday, started ESO on PC because I wanted to start over from scratch, but I think it's going to be the same thing. They're not going to stop putting it on other platforms. That doesn't make sense. That's a great example as well as Minecraft. Yes. Minecraft, Minecraft, Minecraft. You can play Minecraft on any fucking platform in the world, and Microsoft owns that shit. So the only reason they want to make console exclusivity is they want you to buy the console, right? Mm -hmm. Which Xbox doesn't care now. (laughs) Yeah, the Xbox doesn't care. So, and I think with the PlayStation, the hype is that it was a really bad fucking timing that they released the PlayStation Five. That that like Xbox played it safe and was like, we're just gonna do with what's good, what's bringing. PlayStation's like, we're gonna try new things and do things and everything. It's like, oh fuck, there's a pandemic. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so that basically killed. That was a good time to. Yeah, technically, exactly. technically that should have helped, but because they also lost the silicone development. Yeah, exactly. That they was got... the bad. That's the thing that killed them. And now that you know the world is opening up again, people were like, "Am I going to spend a thousand dollars on a PS5, or am I going to go to a fucking concert because I haven't been able to leave my house in two years?" People are just like, "It can I'll wait." PlayStation. I don't want to go outside. To round this I out, go, too. I want to go to Comic Con. The, this this article talks about um, the place of uh, Sony being worried about Call of Duty because here's the kicker. This is to me, this is the big kick in the ass to PlayStation and Sony is the main reason they're upset, not because they're going to lose Call of Duty, but they're going to lose something else that PlayStation has been doing for years. Sony, for the longest time, has been getting exclusive add ons and DLC for Call of Duty and like early access for call of duty since like 2013 2014 and like most recently like with modern warfare they had like a special mode that you could only get on playstation so sony's had this way of like you can get this extra feature but only if you play on playstation like they paid buku dollars i'm sure like who knows how many hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars to get these features exclusive and now they're not going to be able to do that they're not going to be able to be like the best place to play is on PlayStation. Like, nah, Xbox would be like, nah, you, you're going to want to play on our console or on our on Windows if you want to get everything. Nah, yeah. bro. Play so has no limit, except you can't fucking get one. So that's where they're pissing their pants because, like, oh no, we're not going to have the gridlock. We're not going to have the monopoly yeah. on the thing that it's a multi platform game, but we were getting the extra, all the extra. Yeah. Give us cross play. So, Come and on. I remember that, uh, yeah, we need cross play across the oh, board. It's, yes. Yeah, I and mean, Sony fought that for the longest time too, and they're finally waning. Ooh, anyway, boy. yeah, I can get real was... heated on that. Yeah. So is the hype um, dead? Yes and yes. no. Yeah. Yes, yes and no. Yes. Yeah, I guess that's a good way yeah. to put it. Yes and yeah. no. The majority. Yeah. Mostly yes. If you're a person out there who's playing or wants a PS5, you're probably saying, "Fuck no, I want a goddamn PlayStation 5." If you're Fair. one of us, or if you're a person who's gotten to the point where like I just don't care anymore fine i don't need it anymore you let us know in the comments if you 
are still waiting on that PS5. And if you think the hype is dead, I'm a gamer. I must have all the new things. I need all the shinies. The yeah. shinies. I give me the that shinies. <laughs> I want all I the just, shinies. I, I just want something that works. <laughs> yeah, Louie. Buy a console. Yeah, Louis. We buy know. Buy a console, Louie. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, on that note, thank you guys so much for having this conversation with me. Thank you, everyone out there for listening and watching, joining us on this conversation. Thank you, Louie. Thank you, Erica. Thank you, Maria. I'm Dan, and that's game over. Good night, folks. Good night. Bye. Bye. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.